Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Into the Borough podcast here on the Borough Reviews Network. My name is Jared, and today we have got a small but mighty show for you. We are going to be discussing Avatar, The Way of Water, the long-awaited sequel to James Cameron's 2009 classic, if you want to call it that. And um, it's a good show. We're going to maybe talk a little news, but then we're going to get into our Avatar 2 review Ren will be joining us later in the episode to talk about that. I am dropping two things at once here on our podcast platforms. The first one is the non-spoiler Avatar The Way of Water. The second one is the spoiler review, which you can subscribe if you're on Spotify to our podcast feed, or you can head over to patreon.com to join the $5 tier and get access to Close Up with the Burr Reviews, which is a monthly podcast that we do uh, on our network to just do various things. You know, we might talk in British accents for an episode, you know, uh, we've done some pretty wacky things on there, but this month we are going to dive into some of the spoilers um, in Avatar, the way of the water and just more broadly, like talk about it because I think there are some important notes to make with all that down though. Uh, I hope you all have a good Christmas and you enjoy your weekend and everyone gets to spend time with their family and friends and happy holidays to everyone. Thank you so much for supporting us this whole year. Uh, We can't wait to share what's in store with you for next year. If you would like to support our show, consider joining the crew by subscribing to our Patreon. Every dollar counts towards commission for our contributors and improving our network. Membership to our Patreon grants you different perks, depending on what part of the crew you opt into. If you're someone who likes behind-the-scenes content, our director's crew has access to a close friends group on Instagram, as well as a Discord server and, of course, Twitter circles. Meanwhile, the producer crew is gifted discounted merch codes and exclusive video discussions, reviews, and vlogs. For executive producers that go above and beyond, we send a little special care package their way as a way to say thanks. Whether you're looking to gain early access to video content or listen to our Patreon-exclusive podcast, Close Up with the Borough Reviews, you can find it all on our Patreon page. Membership is a critical metric that we use to indicate the success of our network, and we know that we can count on you for some support. Head over to patreon.com slash theboroughreviews to sign up. The Borough Reviews, your movie refuge. This week's news comes to us from Variety, The Hollywood Reporter, and Empire. Well, the movie studios are no longer safe because now they can be sued under false advertising laws if they release deceptive movie trailers, a federal judge ruled just on Tuesday here this week. U.S. District Judge Stephen Wilson issued a ruling in a case involving yesterday, the 2019 film about a world without the Beatles. Two Ana de Armas fans filed a lawsuit in January alleging that they had rented out the movie 
after seeing De Armas in the trailer only to discover that she was cut from the final picture. We covered it right here on the Into the Burrow podcast and we thought that it was absolutely ridiculous and we did promise to update you when we got a resolution on that so we wanted to make sure that we brought this to you. Um, Universal sought to throw out the lawsuit arguing that movie trailers are entitled to broad protection under the First Amendment. The studio's lawyers argued that a trailer is quote an artistic expressive work that tells a three-minute story conveying the theme of a movie and should thus be considered a non-commercial speech. But uh, inevitably, Wilson rejected that argument, finding that a trailer is commercial speech and is subject to the California false advertising law under the state's unfair competition law. The plaintiffs each paid $3.99 to rent yesterday on Amazon Prime, and they are seeking at least $5 million as representatives of a class of movie customers. Meanwhile, Avatar The Way of Water flies past $600 million globally, and Puss in Boots 2 posts a $3.2 million opening day. The family pick Puss in Boots The Last Wish took its seat at the Christmas table just this past Wednesday with an opening day gross of $3.2 million at the domestic box office. Avatar The Way of Water easily held on to the number one spot with $14.3 million just on Tuesday alone. Also on Wednesday, Darren Aronofsky's specialty darling The Whale, starring Brendan Fraser, expanded into 600 theaters. The film placed number five with a total gross domestically of $682,000. And obviously, James Cameron's Avatar, the original 2009 film, didn't gross that much either in theaters. It opened to $77 million domestically, what carried it to its success and eventual, you know, highest grossing film of all time status was the fact that it had legs. People kept coming to see it. People were talking about it. Good word of mouth. It was a phenomenon, honestly, in the culture. And I think with Avatar 2, people were expecting it to be a little bit heftier with that opening weekend uh, projections had it anywhere you know upwards of 175 million but it opened uh unfortunately to 134.1 million with a budget of about 250 to 300 million dollars before advertising and marketing um so you know we'll see how how avatar picks up steam uh, I'm sure this week and this weekend due to Christmas, it's going to be 100% fine. We'll have to see later on in January, once we get to the second and third weeks, how how much it can keep going and, and earning as time passes. But nonetheless, we will keep you updated on the box office projections right here on the podcast. But for those of you who are Sam Raimi fans, I want you to know that he's producing a new horror thriller, Don't Move. I know at this point you've heard a lot about our website, theburrowreviews.com, but I wanted to share some of the content that you can expect from us in case you missed it. On our site, you'll find podcasts, movie reviews, opinion articles, feature content, and more covering all types of cinema. If you're looking for a review of your latest project, we got you covered. Simply search theburrowreviews.com in your web browser and you'll find us. 
As a company currently residing in Nebraska, we know how hard it can be to get your message out to the world, and we are there to help. Find our contact page on our website and fill out the form. You'll be able to find a list of submission guidelines on the page, but note that not every submission will be accepted, mainly due to time restrictions, but we welcome all types of motion pictures, short films, and music videos. So what are you waiting for? Head over to the site now and check it out. The Burr Reviews, your movie refuge. All right, everyone, and Ren is joining us now on the podcast. We are going to do a non-spoiler review for Avatar The Way of Water. We're going to talk about it just briefly here, give a few thoughts, and then we're going to get on with the rest of the show. Um, But first, Ren, you're here now joining us. Uh, You saw Avatar The Way of Water with me. Um, We talked about it. There is a full spoiler discussion that we actually recorded before doing this one that you can find a whole lot of fun with that some interesting conversations make sure to subscribe to the spotify uh paid plan or you can also hop over to patreon.com slash the burr reviews to check that out there at the five dollar tier but with with you seeing the movie and me seeing the movie you know oftentimes we have very different opinions on films and i feel like this is one where we kind of align just for different reasons um, which is interesting in itself, but I want to know a little bit about what you like and maybe didn't like so much of Avatar, and then finally just give us your out of five score. Okay. Um, what I liked about Avatar is a very small, fine list. I liked the water. <laughs> oh, the water. <laughs> um, I liked the creatures that we got introduced to. Mm-hmm. That was super cool. I liked the like Waterlands like lore. That was interesting to me. I want to know more. So I don't feel like we dabbled into it as much, but I really liked the like the little story building that we were doing there. It was super interesting. And I mean, like, I don't know why it never crossed my mind that people would live there. Like that did not cross my mind at all in the first one. Also, how did they not get affected by the first time the sky people came? So many questions. Um Probably my the thing that I like can pinpoint the most of just like disliking is the score. I think back to that first like movie and the score and that feature song that we got from Leona Lewis, and it was so fantastic. Um, and I just don't think that hit for me the same this like this movie. Um, I think the only other things I can think of is just like, I think like the integrity of like that like indigenous like spirit and storyline and that connection that they had to Awa, I think that kind of went off the rails for me. Um, they just like weren't there anymore, which was so weird when that was like how we ended the end of the first movie. Um the time jumps were kind of fun too. Yeah. Yeah. Um other than that, uh my score out of five is a two. Oof. <laughs> Big oof. Yeah, oof. I feel really bad. I give like the first one like probably a four point nine out of five. Yeah. Uh I I'm uh, conflicted between a two point five and a and a three. Um, just for a couple of different reasons. I think again, um, we're breaking new ground in revolutionary visual effects and computer uh generated graphics specifically with the water effects which at times are completely like like rendered entirely digital 
uh, that's impressive. Um, I think that the story leaves a lot to be desired. And we were talking about it a little bit on the spoiler review, but your visual effects are a tool to enhance your story. And when the fact of the matter is that at the center of what you're doing and as a filmmaker, the center of your film is based around a visual gimmick. It kind of just trails everything else. Like, and that can be a good thing, maybe, or it can be a bad thing. And for me personally, I tend to think that when you are dealing with those types of storytelling tactics, that it's all about balance. And what this movie fails to do for me is balance all of those things delicately. And instead, I feel like James Cameron here made a point to break new ground with the technologies that we use to film big action blockbusters like this and with the water effects and where the industry can go with this technology over telling a good story at the end of the day. And that's personally why I got into filmmaking escapism in a different way. However, if you're going to the theater and you're going to go out and you're going to watch this movie, the one thing that, you know, I think Avatar 2009 and also um, just a lot of movies these days really focus on the cinematic experience of it all. It's less about how the narrative works and more about how, and more about how like you as an audience perceive what's going on on screen comparative to each other. Um, I've noticed, you know, I mean, it's, it's not hard to notice, but working in the theater industry, I'll tell you that like the trends are going up for the types of movies, um, like the big action spectacles, uh, that's what people are coming to see in theaters. And this is another one where I feel like people are going to get their money's worth out of the visuals. I just wish the story could have supplemented those visuals a little bit better and that the visual effects, the groundbreaking, breathtaking visual effects were used to layer our narrative a little bit better and uh, more cohesive and coherent. But it's not. So <laughs> we're left with this movie that part is really, really strong. And then there's another part that is weaker than average. So you have really high highs and really low lows. And what that does, obviously, is it brings everything to the middle, which is why I'm conflicted on whether it's a little above average or just average. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a problem. Um, but I'm not going to spoil anything. Like I said, we have a full spoiler discussion review up right now that you can listen to on Patreon and Spotify Premium um, if you're one of the paid subscribers there. I recommend that you do listen to that one just because we talk about a lot of the specifics of what we mean when we're saying this. I do agree with you, though. I think there's a lot of things that this film does that kind of take away from what we were told and what the narrative was last time, uh, which, you know, you're kind of backpedaling almost, but that's a discussion for the spoiler review, (laughs) which you should check out. Do you have any final thoughts on Avatar 2? Yes. Um, I'd like to end with my favorite quote. Oh, gosh. (laughs) I know one thing. Wherever we go, this family is our fortress. 
Uh, it's actually a really good line. Um, <laughs> I, I like it. I don't. And I like it in terms of that's what I thought the movie was going to be. Oh, like, that's not what it is. But that's not what it is <laughs> <laughs> at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, a little bit about it. We'll get into the spoiler discussion on that. We talk about that specifically. Yeah. I think it's a really good trailer line. And I think it works really well in context of setting up this big event spectacle after well, and 12 it makes, years it makes you know sense like also like that like tagline makes so much sense from the first movie that i was like wow it's so impactful at first and then now watching it i'm like this is a joke <laughs> yeah i don't know y'all it's um it's definitely interesting you know they've already filmed the third and they have some of the fourth partially filmed as well we're going to be getting these movies very sh- very shortly after this one uh you know within years of each other a, a lot of people don't like that i do um especially when you're doing like a trilogy because it's like a like what they did with halloween where it was like bam 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 like and i'm like yeah that's appropriately paced and then you you backpedal you take a break for a few years and then you go back in like that's how you create long sustaining franchises um yes we are call us shills on the podcast or whatever you want it's um we here believe in both cinema and and movies so whether it's whether this movie was all spectacle could have been a really good spectacle movie had the story been a little bit better or we also believe in movies like tar that are a little bit more meditative a little bit more heady and require a lot more attention and uh focus to really like pick up what's going on um so everything's welcome here is what i mean to say at you know at the burr reviews um and the into the burr podcast uh so Hopefully Avatar 3, we're excited for it. It's going to be better. I'm going to hold out hope that James Cameron can pull it off. Hey, we have our own YouTube channel. That's where we upload video reviews of the latest TV shows and movies, stream some gaming content on occasion, and just recently we've started doing in-depth video essay analysis. We have a goal to reach 400 subscribers by the end of the year, and right now we are about 300 subs away from reaching that goal. We'd like to celebrate by doing something special for our followers if we reach our goal, and we'll rely on you to help us decide what we end up doing. To find us, simply go to youtube.com slash Reviews. Make sure to not only subscribe if you like the content, but to give the video a like and ring the bell to make sure you receive notifications when we upload or go live. The Burr Reviews, your movie refuge. Make sure you go vote on TBR's Best of 2022 Awards. It's film, it's TV, it's gaming, all of it. You can make your final selections for the preemptive list. And then next week, we will set out on our final voting uh, for um, just interrogating the best narrative experiences that we've had this year, you know, in each category. They're broken up into those categories, respectively. Um, so we're just trying to find what the best film, what the best TV show, and what the best game was from this year specifically. And um, if you didn't know, you can vote. I have 25 options in each category, but there is a, f- a write-in um, space so that if I miss something, uh, which is uh, entirely possible, like I was saying last week, I didn't put b- b- uh, Barbarian on the actual preemptive list. But if I miss something, you can go ahead and, and make your write-in prediction. And then sometime next week, we will release the 
final ballot, which will be trimmed down to between one to five in each category, depending on how the numbers are looking. But I do highly encourage you go fill that out because we wanted to make our best of 2022 list a little bit more collaborative. And then at some point in the new year, we are going to sit down and we're going to put our heads together, uh, make a video um, that details kind of that specific thing, um, which, uh, you know, titles prevailed from the voting and then, you know, give our favorites of the year, I think is kind of what we're aiming to do. If you have ideas for how you would like to see that video made or created, um, edited, anything like that, feel free to shoot us an email, tell us your suggestions, give feedback, and then you can look forward to having those videos on the channel, on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash the borough reviews at some point before January ends, which I'm so excited about because for the past couple of years, it feels like, I swear, it feels like I've been getting them out way late. I probably haven't been, but it just feels that way every year. So this is actually the first year that I feel like I'm pretty on top of it. So thank you all for listening again, and we'll see you back here next week on the Into the Borough podcast to kind of cover some of our favorite things from this year we're going to talk about a whole host of things next week so stay tuned for that and we will see you next time bye bye